What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 155 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm Andy Carasquilla. I'm dying. I don't know what to say. That's Joe and I'm Ryan. That's pretty uh-huh. <coughs> I'm just, I'm dying. <coughs> See, for Comic-Con episode, we had Lady Death. And then in this episode, we have a different version of Lady Death. <laughs> you could not be more correct. So. So, would a podcast get more or less ratings if someone dies? <laughs> more. Okay, that's I mean, good to know. Our audience, and a police knowing our audience, probably more. Andy, I think I have uh, our next publicity stunt for our Let's Play channel. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I do. Look, we just covered this. You're a warlock. You can resurrect me. It's fine. Yeah, except Andy can't make the police go away that quickly. Mm. No, so what we do is we're going to get into a car, and then we're going to just keep driving away from their radius, and then just wait for all five stars to go away. This is Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah. Awesome. If Grand Theft Auto had wizards. Well, pals, in this episode, we're going to be talking about Halloween. None of this shit. Yes. <laughs> Halloween 2018, sure? the movie. Are you movie. sure none of this is relevant? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Michael Myers is magic. Oh, that man is magic. I mean, he is magical. He's super duper magic. No one's arguing that. So, uh... Andy, did you ever finish the uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? No. I am on episode seven. Piece of shit. I watched 30 minutes of an episode with Andy. Oh my god, you couldn't even finish it. Jesus Christ. Yes. Me or him? No, I don't. Um, (laughs) Bad all. Oh. Um, well, now I can't even talk to you about that because you didn't even finish it. I mean, we could <laughs> technically talk about the first seven episodes, but that's okay. All right. You bitch. <laughs> I blame you. You had all this time. I tried. I even gave you an out. This okay? So what was my out? Andy said he was initially. Andy said he was initially gonna wait for his girlfriend to finish the show, and I was like, no, we should we should talk about it. So you have to watch it. Just watch ahead, and then start predicting shit. Quote unquote. And when it comes true, she'll just think you're like really fucking smart. And then I told Ryan. And, goes, <laughs> and then I told Ryan that we share a Netflix account. And Ryan and was I like, said you well, can just delete, delete your viewing activity. Never would have, never had to know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm four episodes ahead of her. So I did start watching it that's with Ella. not enough. But that's still not enough. You know what, Ryan? You I quit then. By now. Okay, bye. <laughs> That's gonna be a short episode. <laughs> a very short episode. <laughs> okay. It's uh, six six minutes on the clock. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So since we're not gonna do that because Andy's a pansy, <clears throat> we'll just talk about Halloween. That's fine. Is this super nerd pals or super call out pals? <laughs> call out always. <laughs> always. When is it not a call out show with Ryan? Or <laughs> see here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ever since Andy and I started doing this. Like, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna beat around the bush with people anymore, but when people weren't, when one of us wasn't on, we always used to say, like, one of us was in the ghost dimension. The only person that that's still true for is Chris. Stan is just gone, so... Uh, Chris? <laughs> Stan left like... for his home planet. Krypton? Yeah, he returned Obviously. to his home planet. Um, yeah. I just wanted to let it be known that Ryan's saying all this. However, she still has little ghosts on her window still. I see them. I do. <laughs> she turned to look at them. I, 
I do, in fact. Listen, I've been sick all fucking weekend. I've had no energy. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Who's complaining? We're lucky I'm not doing this from the Who's couch. Who's complaining about Halloween decorations still being up? I still have bloody handprints on that window. I see that. But you can't. Is that a decoration or are you just, or are you just no. making a statement? Uh, both. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to put decoration in quotes for that one. Yeah, well. Alright, so... I was going to say, you sure you want to be admitting that so on the do air? We wanna, do we want to get into it with Halloween? So, speaking of bloody hand decorations, Michael fucking Myers. Let's get into it. Hey! Yo. <clears throat> the man is the original boogeyman. I'm going to yes. say that. <clears throat> um, God, where do I even start with this movie? Here's where we start oh. with this. Halloween 2018 is a direct 40-year sequel to the original 1978 Halloween which means that everything else that happened after 1978 is no longer canon. They fucking wiped it off the face of the earth, which is great. Thank you, Danny McBride. Because, <clears throat> well, I have feelings about that, but we'll get to that. Um, but <clears throat> this movie actually does a lot of nods to the sequels that were made, but mostly the two that they stick to are Halloween 2 and Halloween 3 Season of yeah. Witch. Which is next to H2O, arguably the worst of the Halloween. My mom fucking hates Halloween 3. Yeah, season she, of, but Michael Myers she loves those movies. Season of the Witch, which is That's why, why she terrible. doesn't like it. I mean, they use the first Halloween movie as like a fictional movie that the kids watch on TV. And it's Wasn't on the original TV premise that every Halloween movie was going to focus on something completely separate? Yes. And it was yeah. only Halloween 1 and 2 that had Michael Myers because he was too legit? To quit, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, clearly he's too well, legit to quit. One of my favorite scenes in this movie was someone telling uh, Laurie's granddaughter, "Are aren't you guys like related to Michael?" And she's like, "Nah, nah, that's just a myth someone made up." <laughs> exactly. Thank you, <clears throat> calling you out, Rob Zombie. Um, well, oh, actually, um, did he direct H two O? No. He didn't direct H2O, he just directed Rob Zombie Halloween and H2O. Yeah, because H2O was the first uh, the first movie to say that Laurie Strode was related to Michael Myers. And then Rob Zombie took it and fired Yeah, yeah he, just, it he, he just did his it. own thing. Yeah, there's he a just, lot of retroactive continuity stuff going on with the Halloween movies. It gets... I mean, I take... Weird. It gets really complicated. I take Rob Zombie's yeah. Halloween as, like, its own separate universe. Well, it is. Uh, the way I look at it is at least Rob Zombie tried to do something Different. Rob Zombie with it. Yeah, yeah. He, he made his own story. He didn't just remake Halloween 1 and 2. And he even says that between the two of them, H2 was better. And I'm like, you really must have gotten knocked in the head because it's not. I mean, maybe for him. H2 was not better than, well, I mean, here's the thing is I understand, like, making your own story with it. Um... But this was part of my problem when I found out that he was remaking it, and this was also part of my problem with Halloween 2018 before I saw it. There was no call for it. There's a reason why it's a classic. There's a reason why everybody goes back to Halloween 1978 around Halloween time and around, you know, just in general. Um, well, it's a classic. It is. It's a, it's, and more so, it's ageless. Exactly. Um, there's always going to be a boogeyman. There's always going to be something that you're going to be afraid yeah. of, and Michael Myers is sort of the epitome of all of that. But um, well, I actually think that's that's the interesting thing about uh, the Rob Zombie remix is they try to humanize Michael Myers, but I feel like the most interesting thing about work. it. But it's weird because well, this that... movie humanized Michael Myers in like 
like a hundred times better than Rob Zombie could have. Well, well, that's the thing, because with Rob Zombie, regardless of its quality, like that not standing, I think what makes Michael Myers work the best in the original two is how inhuman he is. Like he's an enigma. He's not. He's not a person. Yeah. But this goes way out of its way. But here's the thing: is to give even, him way more characterization than he ever has. Well, he's well. In Halloween 2018, he's still kind of an enigma, though. True. He's in a psychiatric facility for 40 years, and he doesn't speak for 40 years. Which. And for even longer at that fact, because he hasn't spoken even when he was a child in the original, so... and but here's the thing, though. It's like, they they say he's capable of speech. I mean, I guess a doctor could figure that out by looking at your vocal cords, but how how do we know that for sure if he never never speaks? Like, how do we know that he's capable of speech? Well, I'm pretty sure at some point during his childhood, he probably did speak, which would be like, well... You know, he wasn't a mute as a child, so he must possess the capability of speech. I'm just happy that they didn't do any, that they didn't screw with that. Oh, because me that's too. Part of the reason why he's so creepy. When the doctor was just like, say something, I was like, I was like, oh, I, was like, I swear to God, talk, if he talk. says something. Yeah, I was like, don't see. Okay, so part of the reason why I had feelings about uh, Danny McBride's involvement with all of this. <clears throat> it's because I hate him, like with a passion. <laughs> I fucking love Danny McBride. I cannot stand that man. I really can't. I don't think he's funny at all. And I've I've tried to vary the things that I've seen him in, and I just I don't think he's funny. And every time he's on screen, I just get really like irritable. He's just he's like a bad shit. <laughs> like I don't, I just I really don't like him. I abhor him as an actor. He's like a turd that rips your <laughs> asshole from the inside out. <laughs> that's how I feel when I watch him. That's what my brain feels like. And I don't, you know, no offense, Danny McBride. That's really what you do to my insides. So I don't, I don't like you at all. So when I found out that this particular director was directing Halloween 2018, and I found out that a lot of the stuff that he had did with Danny McBride was those stupid-ass fucking movies like Your Highness... And he directed, like, Eastbound and Down, like, Vice Principals and all that crap. I was like, oh, God, we are in for a world of trouble. And I was so happy that I was so wrong. But that doesn't mean I like Danny McBride. Well, that leads into an interesting question. What did you guys think of the actual movie? Because we I talked loved about it. the uh, movie. I don't think we talked about it if we liked it I mean, it we not. usually... So, Joe, you don't really, you're not around for these episodes, but we usually just talk about the episode. I mean, the, whatever it is. And then, um, at the end, we just kind of give our final opinion. Oh, okay, okay. He's ready to just jump right in there. Wow, where do you have to be? Uh, Joe said 15 minutes of recording. Fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking... I'm just saying. Joe X like every so, other yeah. Wednesday we're not together recording for like three hours. Look, Andy, they're not supposed to know that. They're gonna break you're gonna break the illusion. There is no illusion, it's alright. I know, but <laughs> um, let me pretend that there is one. But So yeah. Go ahead. Oh, um Oh fuck, I lost my train of thought, god damn it. Alright, so <clears throat> some of the some of the homages that I like to Halloween one. Um I felt like this movie was very parallel to to Halloween one, in like the way it started. Um, there were certain parts 
where it was just like Michael and Laurie were in this situation and then in this movie the role was reversed. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah. There was I think Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh I just I just feel like there were a lot of like parallels and I kinda like that. I feel like it, it did well connecting the two movies even though it was like forty years apart. Well yeah, and also something that the new doctor said that resonated with me the whole movie and was sort of like the theme of the whole movie was uh when you experience a trauma the way Laurie Strode did uh two things can happen either you become a victim or you become a hunter you basically become like a hunter you become a predator and when you watch Halloween 1978 Laurie is very much a victim throughout all of that uh, she doesn't fight back. She screams a lot. That's why they call her the Scream Queen. She's very much the defenseless little girl. In this, at the beginning of it, you see an older... I don't want to call her a victim, but... Uh, an obviously traumatized Laurie Strode. But by the end of the movie, the roles have been completely reversed. And she's hunting Michael down in her own house. And I think that is an awesome mirror... I, I also yes. really, really like how basically Laurie in this entire movie, like, when when you see her interacting with Michael, you see her, like, scared, kind of. But, like, in the end, you find out that she was kind of, like, faking Michael out the whole time. Oh, I love that. Judy Greer was, I think, easily the best part of that as well. Judy Greer plays her daughter. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Especially at the end. Um, I really thought that that was going to go a different way, and I'm, I was very happy for the surprise. So was I. Um, I think a few of my favorite nods to the other Halloween movies was the very obvious nod to Season of the Witch. When the three kids are going trick-or-treating, they're each wearing masks from Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. I didn't even notice that. Yep. Um... And a lot of the kills were also very reminiscent oh, of some of the previous Oh, yes, Halloween. I was just, I was going to get on that subject, but... So, when the boyfriend gets nailed to the yep. wall with the knife through his throat, that's Halloween 1. Yep. Um, the kill, when he gets the butcher knife back with the woman making the sandwich, that's an odd to Halloween 2. Uh, then there's, there's, then there's the kill um, of Laurie's granddaughter's friend. And um, when the police... Oh, Oscar! No, 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 the, the girl. Oh, Vicky! Yeah, okay, so when yeah. she dies and the cop finds her, he's wearing the, the white... Uh, she's wearing the white sheet that Bob was wearing in the first one. Yes. Yeah. Can I just say that, uh, that, that kill where Michael just sticks the dude on the wall with a knife in Halloween 1 is my favorite... Oh yeah, dude. Just that was the specifically because dopest scene I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's just because Michael's looking at him like, "How the fuck did I do that?" Yeah, he's admiring his work. He has no idea how he managed that. And I think that I except think he's a very strong boy. Well, that's also part of why Michael. I think out of all of the slashers that we get from slasher movies, I think Michael is the one to be feared the most, purely because of. Little things like that, where after he's done doing what he's doing, he sits there and he does that little head tilt, like, huh. What? 
Well, it, it is funny you say that, because it's ironic. Most of these uh, killers are just that. But Michael, despite the fact that he never says anything, another, is surprisingly another charismatic. Another thing about that is that yeah. all of these other characters are like these supernatural beings. Michael Myers can absolutely happen. Yeah, he's just a dude. He's just a guy. He's just a guy in a mask. And I have a theory, but I will speak about this a little later. Um, and... Is it a game? Is it a game theory? No. <laughs> is it a film theory? Yes. Very much so. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, there were a lot of kills that I, I really liked. Um, and the kills in this movie were so much more gruesome. Yup. And... I think... I appreciate I think all of two, them. I appreciated yeah. all of them, and I... Definitely appreciated the little nods that nod kills that they gave us, but I think my two favorites were um, the neighbor that gets the knife through yep. the throat around the couch, and the the therapist. All right, yeah, uh, the therapist was good. Are we talking spoilers here? Because I need I need to know. Well, yeah, this is this is a spoiler cast, so. Okay. Oh yeah, spoilers. That was okay, your gotcha. warning. I mean, we haven't we haven't really said any spoilers up until this point, so. Well, that's why I'm asking, because we just got onto a very yeah. Spoiler uh, warning: we're specific. we're going to rip this shit apart. So uh, I don't know about you two, but uh, Michael's first on-screen kill being a small child really set a precedent for how this was gonna go, because that's normally not cool, but he just straight up snaps an eight-year-old's neck. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Michael doesn't usually kill kids. Michael, at, I feel like at this point, um, he saw the kid as a threat to him, like... But did he, though? The kid was in the car. He was just trying to get his key in the car and go away. Yeah, but the kid also walked out of the car with a fucking gun. Okay. I mean, I guess that's a fair argument, because... And that was, that was gonna be like Michael's ride. Oh, Except wow. Michael kills people with his bare hands, so I don't think a gun is anything in I'm also I'm him. also very confused. Where did Michael learn to drive? Yes. In the first movie, I, I in the first know. movie he steals the doctor's car, and in this movie he steals some other car. Wendy, well, if obviously if you knew the lore, you would know that in Halloween 5, the thorn curse allows him to have supernatural abilities and also learn how to drive immediately. <laughs> you fool. Learn the lore. Andy! I'm sorry, I am a pleb. It's okay. Andy is uh, golden today, guys. But, uh, uh, back on the topic of child murder. <laughs> the fact that he just straight up fucking kills a kid. I got real squeamish when he got close oh, to that Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I was like, my, dude! Oh, everybody, dude. everybody in the theater, you could feel everyone, like, holding their breath. Like, oh my god, don't kill the I baby. Feel like and you even could I feel how for, uncomfortable like everyone was about to get like with this movie. I feel like that's also a reason why... They, they made him kill a child. So my thought of it is also, besides that being a threat, um, he hasn't killed anyone in 40 years. True. And as a murderer, I have to say, he probably had an itch that needed to be scratched with his bare hands. True. And what better way to set a precedent by than by basically killing the ones that are usually the safest? Absolutely. Also, I, mean, I feel like he could have snapped that baby's neck and it would have been over real fast and we probably. all would have been fine. But also, his first on-screen kill is a kid. Blase. <laughs> nah, that's fine. So, his first on-screen kill is an eight-year-old. Or however fucking old he is. Someone's gonna 
get mad and be like, he's actually ten. I was gonna say right. he's probably about ten. I don't, I don't care. He's a little kid. He's got a really snappable neck. That's all. I know. <laughs> and then immediately, his next kill are two characters which I was surprised he killed because I thought those were gonna be main characters, but no, they're they're done. Oh, the podcasters. Pretty yeah, I really quick. Thought that they were gonna be a little. Sticking around a little. I did too because of the trailer, but I'll be honest, I'm really happy it didn't turn into like a uh, serial type situation where it's like, we're here to exonerate Michael and figure out that he's like actually just a person on the inside and he just needs a good hug and cuddle or some bullshit. I, sure I wish person, those... He's a, he's a big person I wish, with a real strong I wish strength. those would have been their words right before the scene Michael killed them. Yeah. Do you need a hug, Michael? I like how that dude was just like, oh shit, Michael, and then immediately like fucking hits him with a crowbar. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing, is if he actually did his homework, he would have known that that wouldn't have done anything to begin with, and he wouldn't have tried. His best bet would just have been to try and run out the door, which would have been for naught, but he would have tried anyway. A for effort. Yeah, his gal pal would have still got murdered, but he probably would have lived like another five minutes. Yeah. So what made Michael also collect those guys' teeth? Oh, I don't know, but I loved it. <laughs> he probably thought it'd be funny. <laughs> See, like, I, that was also a really good shot, too, when he comes up to the window and he sees the guys laying down and the camera pans down and you just see his face. It was like, yes. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's a and super, his, super great thing his whole for fucking, like, watches. His whole, like, lower jaw was, like, contorted. Yeah, he split that dude open. Yeah, I think he probably just like. Oh, and then there was that other shot gone, of the torn, kid's torn father, down. where they where the cop sees the kid's father's body and his neck is literally like snapped in half, like, but nothing's like protruding, and it just looks yeah. fucking insane. Yeah, that's a pretty clean rip. Uh, there's also where the kid gets like staked through the fucking fence. Yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, but he was a little turd. He deserved to oh, die. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the, 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 shot, the shot that they did afterwards where, like, she looks and, like, his whole face is, like, dismembered by this fucking fence. Yeah, it's brutal. I loved it. You know what's going to make for a, a great multiple viewing experience? There's a lot of stuff going on in the background. There is. Like, there's a lot of shit Michael does in the background. You mean besides like, what, just walking around? What's he doing? Well... It's, it's more the implication of what he's doing, because he's walking in, in someone's general direction, so I want to know, can I see can I see stuff going on, or is he, are you just trying to imply stuff? Um, it's... Well, I think that that was also something else that I really enjoyed. I was just like, I remember watching the movie, and I'm like, you know, for people who are supposed to be investigative journalists, you're really fucking oblivious, because I feel like I would have seen a giant hunkering dude that I had seen in a mental institution a day before walking around a fucking parking lot. Yeah. I mean, you would think. Um, yeah. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, it doesn't take anything from the movie. In fact, I think it makes their deaths that much sweeter to enjoy. But I'm just saying, like, for investigative journalists, like, how conceited are you that your heads are so far up your own asses that you don't notice he's walking Yeah, around? for you to be that oblivious, um... They got what was coming to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that's how they... They definitely wrote these characters, those two specifically, in a way where, like, you wanted them to die. I really and, like, did. And I at this feel point of the movie, died. at this point of the movie, like Joe said, you thought that they were main characters, but... Yeah, I, I honestly so would have expected you're probably, them to be you're probably the sitting movie. here like, oh, they're not going to die until last. And they're, like, 
the second kill in the movie. I'm they're, so they're happy they made them the die that early. Yeah, it was great. Death. Yeah. Um, Having them die that early was honestly probably one of the more perfect things that could have happened. So I'm fine with it. I what would you say it's scarier, walking into that bathroom and seeing Big Daddy Michael Myers or seeing big freakish Rob Zombie, like, nine foot tall Michael uh, Myers? Um, I think Daddy Michael Myers is scarier than Rob Zombie Michael. You think I so? I absolutely do. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, Rob Zombie's Michael is probably just scarier because he looks like a nine foot tall homeless man. That's very true. Oh, then again, he's being played I also Zombies. like Rob that Zombies Michael, for a very long time in this movie... Is walking around without his mask, just murdering people. Yup. And you still don't see his face. Uh, you actually see yep. his face and in I, the very first Halloween movie. Well, not the... F yes, that's what I was going to say. So you do for a brief second, and then he puts his mask yep. back on. Because I think that that's what makes him so terrifying. You know it's just a guy under there. Um, can but I, I, like, I like how in this you see the profile and you can see that he's aged. You see the shat, you see like this, the white stubble. So obviously he's an older guy, but you never see his face. And I think that that's what. Can one of you two confirm something for me? Yeah. When's the last time you saw Halloween 2? Halloween 2? Yeah, specifically. Um, it's been a minute. College. It's been a while. Didn't Loomis blind him in 2? But remember, two has nothing to do with this movie. No, it doesn't. Yeah, this is direct. This from is 1978. like. Oh, it's a direct yeah. follow-up from one. I thought it was yep. a direct follow-up from no. one and two. No, direct follow-up from one. Oh. So like. The only thing. The only thing that doesn't add up timeline-wise is the cop that said he let Michael get away the first time. Um, either that's a nod to the Rob Zombie movie, and I missed it, or. They're just sort of writing it off as, like, he was a cop in the station at the time and was, like, involved with the case, but he wasn't one of the main cops that was in the 1978 Halloween. I thought that was the guy that was traveling with Loomis, like, helping Loomis out throughout the entire movie. No, I don't think so. I mean, I can check, but I don't, I don't think so at all. It has also been a long time since I've seen those movies, so... I made sure to refresh myself on Halloween 1978 before seeing. I played Soul Calibur 6 before going to see it, so <laughs> I, I wasn't very prepared. Uh, okay. Then again, I also wasn't expecting a bunch of little 12-year-olds to be in the theater. So. Oh, Jesus. That was awesome. That's... I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I can tell you how I feel about it. <laughs> Where are your parents' children? Uh, I was one adult, but... Yeah, I was concerned about the adult. I wanted to punch the kids. They were loud. And I, I don't like small children. I can see that. Yeah. Okay, so let's... Do you remember the name of the cop? Um, uh, Officer Hawkins. No, that wasn't it. Was that it? I think so. I don't know. Hawkins sounds right. Do, 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 yeah, do, that's, do, that's, do, that's do, it. Officer McCop. It was Hawkins? Yeah. That's the name of the cop. Okay. No. He was not a character in the first one. In fact, the sheriff that they deal with was someone named Sheriff Brackett. Uh, I knew it was a weird name. But, yeah. Um, You're right, that is a weird name. Okay, close enough. I think this is one of the few horror movies that Roger Ebert actually enjoyed. 1978 Halloween. Oh, uh, I, mean, I wouldn't know. One, obviously. Right, well. Well, I'm reading a remark about 
uh, that he made about 1978. He said, it's easy to create violence on screen, but it's hard to do it well. Uh, Carpenter is uncannily skilled. Well, what what I like about um, Halloween, and I didn't come to realize this until recently, but it's not a horror movie as much as a psychological thriller. It's a slasher movie. I, I don't even feel like it's a slasher movie. Like, the whole time, it's just like, who the fuck is this dude? Why is he following these people? And then he does, I mean, he does start killing and stuff, but... I feel like it happens so late in the movie that it's it's they purposely draw out the first kill to like fuck with you almost. Yeah. Well, what helps is a lot of the characters either in the be it in the original, the second one, or this, they're not like teenage trope murder fodder. Yeah. These are characters that I I kind of enjoy. Well, his he and I I would prefer they don't. He get definitely murdered. had an mo in the first movie. His wow. M.O. was like bad babysitters, period. Yeah. And like... Which is very um, Jason Voorhees. Or should I say Mama Voorhees, yeah. really? Yeah, Mama Voorhees more, is a bit more accurate. Uh, but then in this movie, um, I feel like what's striding him to just kill is the one that got away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. And I guess he sort of counted on Lori having done nothing with her life. Too bad he wasn't prepared for her to be a bad bitch. Because how would he have known that Lori would have still been there? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he could. how could he have counted on that? He also... I mean, you can't predict everything that happens to you, so... There's a whole bunch of shit that had to go right for this movie to happen. Like, within the universe... Like, he had to not die in a psychiatric facility. He had to count on Lori not having moved from a traumatic fucking event that happened to her. Why wouldn't you move? How did I think about that? I mean, she she moved to a forest. (laughs) But she still stayed within dry... Like, it was... It it didn't take that long to get to her house. Not at all. This is her... This is reminding me of Jaws. But she said it. She said it. She's been praying that he got out so that she could kill him. Kill him. You bad, bad bitch. I love you. Laurie Strode was such a badass in this movie. You know what this movie should have been? She should have moved to Hawaii and Michael would have followed her. He would have swam. No, he would have rode on the Jaws shark who also got resurrected. Oh my god. He would have rode shark to Hawaii. Yeah, and then instead of of stealing a jumpsuit He's just rocking around the movie the whole time in a Hawaiian shirt and shorts. <laughs> because it'd be funny. Sweating under a latex mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Michael needs vacation. No, he doesn't. He was in an hey. insane asylum. That is a vacation. So, oh, it isn't. Onto, onto my theory here. <laughs> yes. I have a theory that Michael has that disease that you can't feel pain. I've had that theory since the first movie, and it holds up in this movie. Okay, take us through. Okay, well, this this movie kind of like confirms it a little more. Um, So the doctor says he has capability of speaking. However, he doesn't make a single fucking noise anytime something happens to him. When his hand—that's not true. When his hand gets blown off, it's more of like a "oh shit" grunt than a than a like "ah, this hurts." Okay. Um, 
That's fair. He he also gets shot multiple times in the first movie, falls off of a balcony, and fucking disappears. Maybe he's just really fast. What is he, the Flash? No, he's... Yes. No, please yeah. no. Uh, don't need he that. he gets stabbed. He fucking walks off Laurie shooting him with a revolver. He gets shot a lot. He does. He just kind of walks it okay. all off and is just like chilling. And when he picks up Laurie, you can actually see the glass like the glass in the window is like about to cut him. And then he picks Laurie up higher. So, I mean yeah, I, I, can see I just that. feel like this this man just can't feel pain. So, it's congenital insensitivity to pain. It's apparently extraordinarily rare, but it is genetic. So, it's CIPA to do... Sorry, I find this extremely fascinating. I've actually never <laughs> heard of this, so I had to look it up. Conge uh, congenital insensitivity to pain with anhydrosis has two characteristic features. The inability to feel pain and temperature... And decreased or absent sweating. This condition decreased is... Decreased or absent sweating? Yes. So, this condition is also known as hereditary sensory and autonomic... And aut fuck, I can't talk. Autonomic neuropathy type 4. The signs and symptoms of SEPA appear early, usually at birth or during infancy. But with careful medical attention, affected individuals can live into adulthood. I'm going to call it no hurdy syndrome. <laughs> because those are a lot of big words that I'm not going to remember. In addition, people with SEPA heal slowly from skin and bone injuries. Repeated trauma can lead to chronic bone infections or a condition called Charcot joints, in which the bones and tissue surrounding the joints are destroyed. Okay, well, if that's the case, then Michael shouldn't be able to walk or do yeah. half the shit that he does. Well, here's, here's what I got out of all that. I heard the word shark in there, so my theory about Michael going to Hawaii is basically confirmed. Oh, okay. I can see how disappointed you both are. I'm very disappointed. Look, I am absolutely disappointed look. in how fast he has become to the level of me and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, we, we covered this yesterday. We're, I still, we're I still believe that he has a version of, and I quote, no hurdy syndrome. Yeah. Um, I, just, I just feel like that's... That's the right call. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but on SMP, I'm whatever the fuck I want to be. What about the one time you told me you were a doctor? I lied. Oh. Yeah, whatever he told you he was a doctor for, you might want to go get a check out. Yeah. Can I get my security deposit That's back? That's non-refundable. <laughs> oh. Hope you have insurance. Can I get my bone marrow back then? No. I, I kind of need that. Oh. I gotta go make some calls. <laughs> I don't know, I, I think the part of what makes Michael Myers interesting is that he's just, he just works. There's so much mystery around him. I love it. It is, and that's what he's makes him interesting. mysterious man. He is mysterious. I feel like where okay. these movies start to fall apart is where you, you start rationalizing things and giving reasons for why. I do are. have one... But I also think that that's, but that's, but that's also why the Rob Zombie movies didn't work, is because they tried to humanize him. I do have Maybe one, he's... like, full question from this movie. Yeah. How did Michael get that dead body in the closet? Or when? That is a good question. When did he have time to turn one of the cops' heads into a jack-o'-lantern? Touche. 
Well, like he just he does what he does. I got a better question. I feel for like you. that was just and that was definitely an homage to the first movie, though, because in the first movie well, when Laurie walks notice? into the house and she sees like the horde of dead bodies, which I thought was fucking hilarious when watching it recently, because he was just like, <laughs> I don't know, in my mind. All I'm thinking is Michael killed all these people and was like, yo, this is going to be really fucking funny when someone walks in here. <laughs> it's just like the teeth thing. It definitely... It's for nobody's satisfaction other than his own. Did you notice the um, mirror, basically mirror homage um, to the opening credits of the first Halloween movie in this movie? You're talking about the jack-o'-lantern slowly oh, yeah, coming yeah. back to life? Yeah. Coming back to life. Just like Michael Myers? Yes, he yeah. did. Um, what I want to know, and this is big, big, big motherfucking spoiler, so cover your ears, snowflakes. Um, <laughs> what I want to know is what's going to happen now that this movie is over, because I feel like this was the sequel that I didn't know I needed for Halloween, but if you watch till the end of the movie, and again... I gave you a buffer there. Cover your ears, snowflakes. Okay. After Judy Greer gets Michael to come out in the open by pretending to be a frightened little child. Which was fucking amazing. That was fucking amazing. It blew my fucking mind. And she basically goes from that to being a badass and blows Michael right out of the water and gets him right where he needs to be. Which is not in a cage, but a trap, which was the best fucking thing ever. Yeah. There's two things that happen towards the... Well, three things that happen towards the end of this movie that um, I'm still left with, I'm still wondering about, and that really fascinate me. Uh, I thing, what you're about. Thing number one. Um, everybody gets out of the house, and Lori lights it on fire, and Michael is standing at the bottom of the stairs while the house is enveloped in flames. While all three women are on the back of the truck, the granddaughter is still holding the bloody butcher knife. Um, why? Um... Then, when the camera pans back to the house, Michael is no longer there. Yes. Then, when you watch all the way to the very end of the movie, you can hear the credits end with a clip of Michael breathing. And that's it. And I want to know how we feel about an ending like that. Because I, even though I didn't know that I needed Halloween 2018, and I'm really happy I got it, I think doing a sequel uh, to Halloween 2018 would undo everything that it did it would be unnecessary and it would feel sort of like what Rob Zombie did in the sense that it would be milking the franchise and I don't think Definitely. so I, I you can't you can't have that good of luck two movies in a row that's true no, I don't think you not. can you can't so I really hope that they stop here but I want to know what you guys think um okay so <coughs> I honestly think that Michael's dead um, okay. they can they can play that off as like oh well that was the clip of Michael's last breath, or or some Which some I, weird yeah. shit like oh. that. Um, because like I don't think he Kool Aid manned himself yeah, out of the basically. house. Yeah, basically, and which would be the only way to get out of that house. There's another way. there's another thing to support my theory. He's just fucking standing in those flames like yeah, take me. Yeah, he's yeah. not he's not. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I feel like that's right. Michael's last breath. As far as the girl, Wait, he, I think she's... We don't, we don't want to assume anything about his genetics. What if he's just really tough? Maybe. What, is he a lizard like, person? 
No, but there's girls watching. He doesn't want to look weak. He, he needs to be strong. <laughs> oh, jeez. He's like, there's girls watching. I need to look super tough. Oh, God. <laughs> it's my, my sister and, and my niece. And my other niece. <laughs> Why do you hurt me? Anyway, um, and I feel like... I feel like Lori's granddaughter... Um, so this is all speculation here. But I feel like Lori's granddaughter is gonna be next to become a serial killer because of Oh, that's what I thought. And I'm I would be so happy this, if the trauma affected yeah, her. Yeah, so the this other way. trauma affects her and maybe she takes over the mantle as like Michael. I mean, I know that sounds kinda is, weird. It is pretty young. But that. I feel like um my friend said it the best and I totally one hundred percent agree. I think that Michael Myers isn't just like the person. I think it's what he represents. Yeah. Destruction and chaos. Absolutely. Well, it does go back into the theming they said at the beginning of the movie. You either become the hunter or you become the hunted. So maybe she just breaks. She goes the complete other the complete other She becomes a hunter, way. but like in the in the total opposite absolutely. spectrum. Well, it's I could, interesting. I, honestly, I could live with that. I think that's cool. I think that I would be awesome. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you two bring that up. Uh, did you, either of you hear about the original ending for this no. movie? No. Uh, well, it uh, it didn't test well with audiences. Oh no. So Michael dies. I'm assuming in a knife fight with Lori because she's just a bad bitch, and the doctor takes over and becomes the new Michael Myers. Oh, is that why they killed him? Probably. Okay. I, but that was the original ending, and it did not fare well. I felt like they were trying to, I to think... turn him into the new Michael Myers when he was wearing the mask. And then... Yeah. I'm happy that Michael came back to life and killed Michael the fucking wrecked well, yeah. his day. That's probably yeah. why they went so brutal with it, because in the original the original ending, that test audience is fucking hated. That's how yeah, it Yeah, I agree. I would have hated so, it, too. That would have pissed me the fuck so, off. So did everybody else. Mostly because Michael goes down like a bitch. I think if they... I would really hate it if they made another movie with the Strode family. That being said, if if Michael's actually dead, you can't do this again with Lori Strode. She completed no. her arc. She completed what she had to do. So either... If they do this again, either Lori has to die well, by either the real Michael or by whoever I, I was thinking is, that, like... Or already dead by the time the next one So, starts. I... She can't, she can't... There's no place for her I don't know anymore, why, but I feel like if they do make another movie, A, I think the Strode family would be a fucking excellent name, and B, I feel like that Lori's granddaughter will kill Lori and her daughter. And that's where, like, her her turn... Wait, would... Lori's granddaughter? Yeah. It's gonna kill her mom and her grandma? Yeah. Because okay. if you think about it, um, Lori doesn't really have any connection to Michael. She has no reason to not want to murder him. But her granddaughter, who we saw her give $3,000 to and was, like, run away to fucking Mexico because this dude's gonna come... I feel like she would hesitate towards that. She would have been safe in Mexico. That's where Sarah Connor was. <laughs> That's where she went at the end of Terminator 1. Oh my god. I feel like I feel Just like saying. that's what would have to happen. 
and that's where the next movie would take off, where where her granddaughter becomes this fucking murderer, and it starts off with murdering the two most badass people of the last movie. I like your idea for the sequel name, The Strode Family. <sighs> it's just a super beast. I, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I, don't... I just I just don't think you could live up to the expectation that this movie has set now. No, probably not. Well, I feel like this would be I... like its own entity. It wouldn't... Yeah. Yeah, but somebody tried that once and it didn't fucking work out too well for them. One other problem, too, is that this movie only works because they had to basically retcon... 40 years. Everything. Yeah. yeah they retcon 40 years worth of movies. And that's the you only reason this again. works. Excuse me. Yeah, you can't. You legitimately cannot. If you leave it to fucking John Carpenter, he will. <laughs> that's uh, fucking well, crazy. I'm gonna find that guy the fucking is. fountain of youth. Eh. Oh my god, yeah, please. We can't we can't lose him. We Andy, already lost your... Wes Craven. We can't lose him, too. Andy, use some of your crazy warlock magic to keep him alive. I can try. Alright, that's all I can don't ask for. Don't be selfish. Hey, don't, don't, don't use up all that warlock juice on yourself. Come on, man. I'll try, I'll try not to. I mean, at least John Carpenter gave us... I mean, I think he he composed the music for this, didn't he? I believe so. I believe. For this movie? Yeah, I think he did. I mean, at least he was back doing that, which was nice. And even if this is the last Halloween movie, I mean, I know it's not going to be, but there's going to be... Oh, God, I hope There's going to be plenty of shitty spin-off movies to come, but... Oh, for sure. I think that this perfectly concludes the Laurie Strode, Michael Myers section. Saga? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Uh, Absolutely well, that is, agreed. That is, that is sort of the eternal problem with Hollywood. Like, if it's successful, they're gonna milk it for all it's worth, and if it's not successful, who cares? I, that's not how you do business. It isn't, but that's how Hollywood does business. Absolutely. Sure. And that's why we're getting, like, 800 Star Wars movies within the next, uh, like, five years. That's what... Getting 800 of them? That's impressive. Probably. That's why everyone hated did not, Solo. Did you not like the like... Han Solo movie? Um, the Han... Okay, well, not to derail, but I was entertained by the Han Solo movie. I didn't go see it again in theaters. Are you gonna go see the Boba Fett movie? The Boba Fett movie that got cancelled? What about the Yoda one? What about the Chewbacca movie they're gonna make? (laughs) No, they're not going to. Remember when they they tried... If they can make make a movie out of a character, they're gonna do it. Yeah, remember when they tried to make a Boba Fett movie and remember when it got cancelled? Remember when they tried to make a Boba Fett video game and that got cancelled? Exactly. So not I everybody think... does well with their own spinoff. No, clearly, but... Uh, We're forgetting about the most important try. Star Wars spinoff, the Jar Jar Binks movie. I knew you oh. were going to say that, you dirty, dirty asshole. <laughs> so, what do you think they would do for a sequel for Halloween? I mean... I didn't think they could make a sequel to Halloween, and here we are. That's fair. Like a good sequel, so, or a sequel in general? Because yeah. we got like ten sequels, well, like, so... Well, like, what's, was, your, yeah. what's your ideal Halloween sequel? The one that we just yeah, watched. that movie was excellent. I mean, I, I I couldn't even I couldn't even touch it even if I wanted to, and I don't think anybody else should. I think that I, the way this movie went, it showed uh, a delicacy with it that uh, the director knew what he was dealing with and he knew how to treat it um, without destroying it. But like I said before, you can't have luck like that twice in a row. It doesn't matter. Lightning does not strike twice in the same place. Which is why I really don't want there to be another one. 
I feel like this movie could have only been uh, amplified by one thing, and that's if you replace that not Benedict Cumberbatch-looking motherfucker at the beginning of the movie with uh, Willem Dafoe. First of all, if anything, he looks like Tom Hiddleston. Secondly, no. <laughs> I was looking at Andy's camp the whole time. I mean, the... I'm just... I'm just saying, if, if Willem Dafoe was in that movie, he would not have been the That's second. Like he would not have been the second victim. That's all I'm saying. Oh, he would have eaten Michael with his monster <laughs> teeth. Oh no, <laughs> Michael! Oh yeah! His fucking goblin. Uh, what the fuck is that called? His, I don't know. His goblin glider. His surfboard. His goblin board. Yeah. Just been like Michael. Would it have been co- would it have been comic book Willem Dafoe or would it have been like movie no? It would have been Dafoe? movie Willem Dafoe, and then oh his Power Ranger armor, and then he would have fucking thrown a pumpkin bomb, and then it would have like it would slow mo to Michael looking at the pumpkin bomb, and then Michael will reminisce all the people he's ever murdered, and then blow up to a million <laughs> bits. Oh, Ryan looks just gonna fucking stab us. No, I'm gonna die. She looks very unhappy with where this conversation went. Alright, so let's give this movie our final (laughs) rating out of five. Uh, five five butcher knives? Five masks? What do you want? Uh, we could do butcher knives, we could do masks, we could do pumpkins. We could do five Michaels. I'm gonna go by spoopy points. Go, Joe. Well, I give it... This this movie, this movie uh, gets five spoopy points for me. It was very tense the whole time it was on, and quite frankly, I can't remember the last time a, a horror movie of this caliber did something similar. It, it invested me. It really invested me. That's good. I want to buy yeah. this shit. Is what I, I, I also want to buy. I want to watch this again. So I. I do too. Uh, I give it a six out of five because it was that fucking. Oh shit. I'm gonna give it five badass Laurie Strodes. Out of five. Yes. I don't think the world can survive with five. <coughs> the it's world too much is hype. not. The world is not ready for the Strong no. family. The world's not ready for five Lori Strong. I mean, if we wrote how many sequels in like thirty minutes to Deathbed, I think we can write a sequel <laughs> called The Strode Family. Where's Chris? <laughs> Chris, as if, Chris is in the process of. I say, where's Chris? I say, where's Chris? As if we're gonna just start writing this movie right fucking now. He would do he it. Would. That's why the episodes with him were like two hours long. I can. No, he's two in the hours. Process, it's true. I can. He's li- in the process of moving. Jesus. Nice. Well, hopefully. He's gonna get closer now. Instead of him having to drive three hours, he'll only have to drive an hour and forty-five. Oh, that's not yeah, that's, bad. That's less awful. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking, we're talking Chris, fake we sequels. Chris, miss you. <laughs> I I also miss you, Chris. I've only met you twice. And if I talk to him like every week. And didn't you and well, I talked you and him did a review on uh, on Halloween as well, right? It was very different from this one, but yes, we nice. Did. I'm sure there was less mention of Willem Dafoe. Uh, there was zero mention. God damn it, Chris, well, he's good. losing his fucking this... touch. I'm gonna text him right now. That's what happens when he does a horror movie with a horror movie podcast with me. We don't I don't care. I'm gonna text him right now. <laughs> Alright, just, just let this be a, a like a representation. If me and Andy get together in the same place, this is this is all you're gonna get. Uh, I've just, I've dug my own grave when it comes to the Willem Dafoe. Bullshit. Train. 
No, hey, I don't. I don't care. That's ah, funny. Um. Oh my goodness. <sighs> I'm I'm texting him right now. I yes, this is happening as we speak. You know what they should do first? Eagle? So I what? told I um, told Chris, and I quote. Next time you record with Ryan, mention Willem Dafoe oh. for zero reason. <laughs> he won't yeah. do it. And besides, if he does, I can just edit it out. <laughs> but the fact is, you're not going to. Yes, I will if it has nothing to do with the conversation we're having. Well, Andy, to be fair, I don't think she's quite as lazy as we are. I edit everything. You should see the way the files look when I'm done with them. You should see how often I'm editing our Let's Plays, and I'm just like, Do I have to edit that, though? Can I just, like, pretend I did? No. And that's why we have 13 subscribers. And <laughs> well, <laughs> The quality speaks for itself! It's alright. It's not like we have consistent it's right, time. It's alright, though. Dollar Shave Club. It's coming. <laughs> but, um... I know it. I can feel it. So that's, that's the SMP well. stamp of approval right there. We got... Uh, yeah. yeah, this this movie was uh, fucking amazing. I want to yeah. go see it again in theaters if, if I can find it. First of all, if you it, haven't seen uh, this movie and you listen to this full fucking spoiler cast, sucks to be you. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have done that. But I hope you enjoy the movie because you better fucking go out and see this movie. It is a really good movie. Really good. Really good. Ryan, you want to? And it's perfect timing. You, you want to lead us out? <coughs> After she coughs and what dies. Number one, on? <laughs> 155. This was episode 155 of Super Nerd Pals. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Do not forget to rate, review, and subscri subscribe. Subscribe. Um, yeah. Just Google us. Find You'll yeah. find Super Nerd Pals. Well, and I... where you find Super Nerd Pals, you will also find um, a bunch of other shit that we do. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train oh, of thought. Oh, yeah, sorry. He lost his train of thought. So <laughs> what he's trying to say is when you Google Super Nerd Pals, you will also find our sister shows, uh, Chaos Cast, that Zach does every other Wednesday, and my show that I do with Chris when he's here <laughs> and alive, uh, Left for Dread, which is... Um, Basically all about horror movies. Where's your problem? You gotta keep resurrecting them. Just keep them alive. I do. Stay I fresh. Try. It's hard. You don't gotta defrost them every it's single hard. time. Shenron just keeps getting pissed off at us. We're like, yo, Shenron, sure. bring this dude back to life. And he's like, fuck again? <laughs> I just talked to you like two months ago. What the fuck? <laughs> Whoops. I have a bad habit of letting people die. Oh, well. I mean, it happens. Well, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> No, I don't have a freezer full of body parts. Sure you don't. <laughs>